Welcome, everybody, to Cinema Club Episode 5. We are recording today's mini-episode on June 26th. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope everyone is doing well. How are you, Erica? I'm doing all right. I um, am in a change of scenery. I'm sitting in a, on the floor of a different closet in my apartment. Um, because That's really exciting. That's exciting. Thank you. Because oh, <laughs> I thought we would just like drop the because thing. Um, just because it sounds like there's like a motorcycle crew just like rolling outside my apartment constantly for the last like ten minutes. So interesting. So, yeah, but it's nice. It's nice to kind of like always be on your toes, and a, a change of scenery is you know can be good. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually I'm now seated inside a closet. I wasn't in a closet before. But now I'm inside the closet, which is fine. You know, honestly, it is the it's the place I feel most comfortable inside the closet. So inside the closet, I will stay. Um, Lovely. Yeah. Uh, you have any weekend plans? You have anything going on? Um, no, I don't. It, oddly enough, a lot of my friends are like moving this oh. weekend. Or not a lot, like all, like two out of 10 friends that I have are moving. So I think I'm going to take the weekend to kind of help them set up like internet and like just maybe unpack some boxes. Yeah. What about you? Nice. I mean, that's 20%. That's a significant, that's a pretty good amount. I don't, 20% of my friends aren't moving this week. I would say like 0.5% because they're not even my real friend, my roommate's friend is moving this week. I really hope they're not listening and just heard you say that they're not your real friend. They, I'm sorry to, (laughs) if you are listening and you know who you are, I apologize. You are my friend. I actually just did a social distance eating with them at a restaurant on Clement Street. Have you, have you done any outside eating? Oh my gosh. You've seen they've done. No, I'm terrified. I'm like a little terrified. I walked by a, I think it was like an outdoor cafe the other weekend, and it was just so terrifying. It just seemed like there were like so many people outside without masks on, being served by people with masks on, and then like all the tables were not even six feet apart, and it was just like, do I want to get into this mess? I don't know. Maybe I'd just eat, rather eat from home at this point, so... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, definitely. It wasn't my plan. It wasn't me and my roommate's plan to do this. It was very, like, impromptu. Um, sort of, like, we saw it and we're like, okay, we'll do it. And I don't know. I, I'm i not planning on doing any more outside eating. Because, like you said, it just it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. Um, but, you know, it was, it was a local place. And... We kind of know the guy who's the manager there, and it's, like, only him and, like, two other people, and it, I don't know. Um, if you do happen to do it, make sure you tip well, listeners. Um, yeah. Tip very well. Yeah. That sounds nice. I mean, okay, sorry. I did, I do feel like I interrupted what you were going to do this weekend. You were, you were I, saying you're not not friend. <laughs> it's I, not moving. Uh, but what are you doing otherwise? I am actually I'm leaving tonight right after we finish recording this episode to go camping up in Tahoe. Um yeah, I mean I'll be gone for 
over a week. I'll be in the mountains, uh, hiking and swimming in the lake. Hopefully, just doing a lot of a lot of nature healing. Uh, that's the that's the mission statement. That's the goal for next week is to take some time and breathe. Because I feel like I haven't like done that in a very long time. Even before all this happened, you know, I feel like my winter break wasn't restful. My Thanksgiving break wasn't very restful. Last summer was definitely not very restful for me. So this is like my first real vacation since like graduating college, I feel like even. Nice. Well, that's yeah. not entirely true. <laughs> I did. I did. I went when I went to New York last fall. That was very nice. I just sat in parks and people watched, which like thinking about that, the fact that I was in New York in October or September and just sitting around in parks and not social distancing, like, is crazy that, you know, not even, what, eight, nine months ago, that's what I was doing. That's what the world was at. Oh, it has been a year, let me say. Yeah, I um, just got one of those, like, weird notifications. It was like, this is what you were doing exactly one year ago on this day. And it was just like, you were out here getting, like, wasted and, like, you know, hugging everyone you know and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, I mean, okay, maybe not exactly that. But it's just, like, crazy to think that that's something that I can't even think of the idea of even doing something like that for a very long time. So, like, just watching, like, looking at that image throwback or whatever just like felt so cringy to me (laughs) right i know i feel like i've yeah i've gotten those same things of like here's your year memory one year memory and it's like me and the mission like dancing and going to movies and restaurants and i'm like wow that that was a year ago and it's like fuck (laughs) yeah uh oh well you know Let's just hope that we can get through this very slowly. People are still, you know, despite things reopening or, you know, maintaining their distance and being responsible, tipping well. So to anyone listening, just just do all those things that we just said. (laughs) So this week, we only watched one movie due to, you know, Erica and I's sort of vacation time to rest spaces and also my uh grumpy asses travel plans um so yeah we watched lovebirds the michael showalter film that came out on netflix just this spring and yeah it's this interesting little romantic comedy that stars our girl Issa ray and also we haven't talked about him before but i would consider him one of the boys if we're talking about <laughs> the boys um Kamel Nanjiani who is also who's the love interest the partner in this um he's, he's a partner yeah I, I don't yeah. know if I would call it like a love interest like for the majority of the film but he's definitely he's a partner yeah I mean I guess that's that's my I guess that's where I would want to start with you on this is like it follows a few of the same structures of, you know, your basic romantic comedy of today, but it also doesn't because the one big difference is that the couple that is already together. So yeah, what did you what you what did you think of it? I really enjoy this new spin that we're able to incorporate into films and that is millennials going through X, like going through 
a breakup, going through um, an apocalypse. In this case, going through solving a mystery to a crime that they're linked to. I think it's so funny and it's so playfully done and it's also so well done. Um, Like, for example, one of my favorite scenes, like, is very early on as Issa and Kumail kind of hop out of the car to see the, the wreckage that has occurred after someone hijacks their car and basically, like, repeatedly runs over um, a bystander or, you know, someone who they don't know. And they kind of step out of their car, look at this wreckage. All of a sudden, this young, hip, white couple walk by and just, like, see this, freak out, run up to the body, and are like, oh, my gosh, we have to call the cops, blah, blah, blah. And they, you know, the woman hops on the phone and she's like, yes. And <laughs> and I, I have to describe them. OK, one of them describing Issa Rae. She's like, one of them is is what I think might be African-American. And, and the man is also a man of color. And, you know, I'm not saying that these people are murderers because they're minorities, but just because there's like a, a dead body right here. And it's just like so hilarious because this is something that I can see myself going through, like, like in a, in a terrible situation like this. And it's just so relatable. It makes something that's honestly kind of crude and, and dark, pretty funny. Yeah. It was, it was like a late night watch for me. So I'm really glad it didn't end on like a terrible, sad, weepy note. Uh, what are you about? What about you? Yeah. I mean, totally agree with all of that like it it does it has something about it that is you know playfully charming and was honestly for me like also a little surprising because you hear the premise of it and it's this couple who get caught up in this like major crime murder plot situation and you're like oh that kind of seems like it'd be dark and hard to pull off and i i wouldn't say the film like perfectly does everything but it does it in a way that is playful enough that you you kind of you get caught up into the action you get caught up into the romance and the drama of everyone involved and yeah i thought it was really sweet i mean obviously kumail and isa are both fantastic in this their chemistry is really well it plays well together and it i think it's kind of fitting as well because they are a couple that are on the outs, you know, and that is a, that's a tough thing to play of like, you're still in love, but you have something that's kind of lost there. And you're like teetering on this edge of, I mean, you're, you're falling out of love essentially is what they're going through. That in a way is one more challenging to not only write and play, but also to pull off in terms of this, you know, to fall in love is a very easy thing to sort of go into, you know, you, you've, we have that example in how many movies, you know, so many, but you know, the feeling of falling out of love of being on this edge and being unsure about the future of a relationship is something that's a little bit more challenging. And to me, I mean, this movie, it, again, it doesn't do it all perfectly, but it does it in a way that's, that draws you in that by the end of the film, you're completely invested. And I, I was invested in this movie and I, I kind of saw this, like you said, in like a later night sort of watch and it kind of caught me by surprise where I was like, oh, I'm having a lot of fun with this. And this is like really sweet and wonderful. Jared, I'm actually curious to hear what you thought um, early on in this film, in like the, in the very beginning of the film. So no spoilers here. Um, 
Leilani, who is played by Issa, and Gibran, who is played by Kumail, uh, are kind of arguing while they're getting ready to go to a friend's outing or something. They're going to like a, a friend's dinner party. And this argument is just so drawn out, but it's just, it's like, it sounds like any other argument you've anyone has had with their significant other. You know, it's not, I thought it was very um, well done that this conversation and argument didn't end as soon as they hopped in the car. You know, they, they get in the car, they continue arguing. They're like, you know, you have, you, you can't accept the fact that you're a failure and it, it's pretty deep. And like, and that's kind of just what happens. I think a lot of couples just end up having these kind of uh, deep, cut arguments just like on a way to something casual where they suddenly have to act like it's so normal and everything is fine um god what did you think of that like opening argument scene god that argument was like that had some deep cuts in there you know there were definitely some points that they they left the easier softer argument of oh, you're on your phone too much, and oh, you work on your documentary and you don't tell me about it, to like some deeper things of like, you're fucking shallow and you only care about one thing and I'm not that. And it like it it leaves the small bicker of a couple and like goes into the full-blown argument that couples have. And I, I really liked it. I mean, that was a, I think it was a perfect introduction to them as a couple and their relationship because it really shows it establishes where they are and it is pretty clear to us as the audience maybe not so much to them yet but they are either done or they have some real things to work out I mean I'm interested too I mean we talk about insecure so much and we've you know we've had our differences of opinions Erica about whether people should stay together just because they have history or whether, you know, a couple should work out. And I'm interested to see if you think that Gibran and Leilani should be together at the end of the movie. I'm going to go ahead and say, sure, yeah. I mean, they seem to... They seem to go through a lot in this film, and they they make a good, you know, weird uh, crime-fighting team. Uh, despite not being together. And I think, you know, when I think about my myself and I put myself in this type of situation, like there's only one thing that will come out of this. And it's just like, I will grow out of this experience. And this was such a traumatic experience that like I, whoever I share it with, we will have something that will bond us forever. So it's just like, I would like to think that they end up together, um, you know, maybe not forever and ever, but I definitely think that this is like, not as... Uh, patchy as like a band-aid put on their issues but I think it's it's kind of a, a door that opens for them so they can really rehash and just uh push through their problems and work through them together you know I think I think this is like a a gateway mm. to that so to speak it's the it's the beginning of a new new does that make sense yeah I that's I yeah I think that's a great way to put it although uh both of these actors are, you know, well-established in this industry and they have, you, you know, a breadth of their, like, a full range of work. I wouldn't necessarily call this film one of their best performances, but I do think that this is a good performance. Um, I think that's, like, one of the things I, like, kind of knock this movie on. Um, I think that even in, like, the early arguments in the film and, like, you know, all of this bickering throughout the film... The two do a really good job of selling me on, like, 
this is not just a argument. This is like the argument that's just going to like be like the last straw that like snaps, you know, it's just like all of this like anger towards each other and like their feelings of being fed up with each other is just at its, just about to hit its peak. And, you know, someone is going to flip the fuck out. And I think both of these uh, characters and both of these actors do a really good job at conveying that. What do you think? I mean, definitely. Like, I and I think it's interesting to bring up if I can bring up another movie that Camille and Michael Showalter did together, which is The Big Sick. Um, that one I feel had all of the things that this movie maybe missed and more um, because there's obviously in this movie and Lovebirds, there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of actually really serious and real subjects and things being explored, but I feel it sometimes just sort of leans or goes towards the lightness and goes towards, you know, kind of putting in a joke. Whereas with the big sick, it, it didn't shy away from its subject. It was really about this serious relationship and these real existential questions of what it is to be in love and what it is to love outside your race and outside your culture and to go against everything you've been brought up on and raised on. And to me, The Big Sick does all of the things romantic comedy does and so much more. And I feel this one, although, you know, very sweet and beautiful and at times really touching and tender, it sort of leans into being more cliche dependent, which is fine. I I mean, Camille's performance in The Big Sick is wonderful. I mean, it's it's sort of hard to compare the two because in the big sick, I feel there is a lot more opportunity and chances for him to have range in being, you know, very somber and real. And then also being funny since he's a stand-up comedian. I also wonder how much of uh, the big sick and how much easier it might've been for Kumail Nanjiani to kind of give that range because how true that story was to him than his personal life. If anyone doesn't know, The Big Sick uh, was a film that was released maybe a few years ago and is based on, if not very parallel to, Kumail Nanjiani's story uh, along with Emily V. Gordon. The two are happily married now. But, you know, I kind of think that maybe that might have had, you know, more personal touch to it. Uh, it's, It's a little bit more difficult to convey those feelings when you probably have not witnessed and been a part of a murder of the of a vehicular manslaughter so that um, that we know of i mean i mean you know actually very where, true where are the receipts that is my All question it's like how did they even come up with this story actually i have questions now i have some real um, questions i have questions i mean uh, that whole that whole occult <laughs> you know that whole cult following of like all these rich people you know with the senator or the rep- the congressman on the, it the plague masks the, what's like, up with weird... that oh what's up with what that oh man i actually i watched it with my roommate and they said that it was basically ripping off uh, eyes wide shut which i have not seen oh you know but i it i mean yes like the weird like sex cult thing yes totally I have, like, feelings about Eyes Wide Shut that, like, we Ooh. just have to talk talk about, like, another day. Like, it's just, I, it's it's not my favorite film, you know? I just, like, for some reason, Nicole Kidman talks, like, so slowly, so slowly the entire film. And it's, and, you know, I don't, I just don't have a thing for Tom Cruise. I just don't. So. Stay, well, 
listeners, stay tuned for our <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut special. I am a big fan of the Mission Impossible movies. And so I'd be interested to talk to you about Tom Cruise because I have feelings that I won't get in. I won't dig into further here, but I have feelings and thoughts about Tom Cruise that I think would be interesting to discuss with you in okay, yeah. consideration. We we shall stay tuned. Well, maybe we'll have a, an entire Tom Cruise themed po- uh, podcast, a Tom Cruise oh, themed God. episode. Oh, no, that no, sounds no, no. that sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's not like yes. Some, but somewhere it probably does exist, though. That's the thing. But <laughs> oh, it definitely exists, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I mean, one day we can probably we can dig right into this. I'm sure we can like do um, you know what we should do? We should do like marathons of like one actor or something or actress, and just go through like three felt like their like discography, but like really filmography sorry um but like maybe just like actually three movies because uh, we couldn't really cover an entire filmography in like one hour less. james dean james dean episode all three of his movies since he only did four all very few of his movies um i actually i just did that speaking of with gene wilder i watched willy wonka and the chocolate factory blazing saddles and young frankenstein and it was a delight Gene Wilder is a complete delight. It um, took my breath away, to be quite honest. Yeah. So I, I think that's a great idea. We should definitely do that. Yeah. We just have to think of, we have to come up with, I don't know if I want to like start, like go right off the bat with Tom Cruise. Def- yeah. No, absolutely <laughs> not. No, I, I'm going to veto that one oh. right now. Okay, fine. I mean, we can, let, let's just like, we'll, we'll sit on it. We have like, uh, a week or so. Um, also to mention that Jared and I, as you know, Jared is going camping. I am also going out of town for a little bit. So we do have the next week off. Um, or when you're listening to this, you'll probably notice that we don't have another episode coming out anytime soon. Um, but yeah, we'll t- maybe we'll take this week to kind of rest and recover and like mull over like some good, some good actors, actresses that we can discuss, you know? That absolutely. I yeah. That's all you'll be thinking about when you're like camping. That is, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna be thinking me. about all of that combined. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, just that, like your friends are gonna be like asking you, like, oh, what, like, what do you think about this trail? What do you think of this trail? And you'd be like, but what did you think of like? I don't. Damn it, I can't think of names. <sighs> I do. Ooh, actually, Natalie Portman. Ooh. I mini rant, thirty second rant. Natalie Portman has had one of the most interesting careers and career choices over the past decade. You look at her films that she's recently done, Lucy in the Sky, Jackie, The Black Swan, and Vox they're Lux. Vox Lux. Yeah. I mean, these are these are some interesting choices. And I want to dig into Natalie Portman's acting choices very soon because there is some interesting things that I think a lot of us are overlooking. You know, you look at Vox Lux, you look at Lucy in the Sky, even Jackie, and some of these movies, people have low opinions on them. And I want to dig into that. That's one that I'm interested in. Wow. It sounds like we have literally, in real time, decided what our first episode will be on, on, what should we call this? Spotlight, colon, Natalie Portman. Uh, I I love it. Or should it be called Natalie Portman, a story in three films. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Where we have to pick three 
thumbs. Oh man, these are all terrible. Um, but we're probably going to use one, so it's going to be great. Yeah, it also might not be Natalie Portman. It could be literally anyone. You're just going to wait to find out. Wow. Uh, I mean, if you have any ideas, listeners, send us a message. I, you know, we've been saying send us a message and say something for quite a while. And I don't know about you, but I haven't gotten anything. I mean, neither have I, but, you know, it's All fine. Th- but having said that, I was looking on Apple Podcasts the other day, and we got a review. Uh-oh. We got a five-star review. Was it from On you? Apple Podcasts. you? It, it is. <laughs> it, <laughs> was it? it was not. It was not me. Uh, it was not me at all. Was it you? Um, actually, it wasn't. Yeah. Mm, okay. Interesting. So, whoever it is listening on Apple Podcast, thank you so much. Thanks. We appreciate you. We love you. Oh my God! Can you hear that stomping? No, I just hear like. Oh, music. it's gone now. Oh, oh weird. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for giving us a review on. Apple podcast. That's like incredible. Well, um, I know that you have to probably get going, um, pack up for your camping trip. I Uh, do. I, man, I waited the longest to pack. It was a struggle. I didn't pack until like very late last night. I thought you were going to say an hour ago. (laughs) Well, yes, but yeah, I definitely forgot some things. But, like, you know, it's nature. Like It's fine. That's the we'll best. find our way. The best part is that you end up going out in the woods by yourself with, like, two other people. And you're like, I absolutely forgot this one thing that we need um, to open all of our cans of food. And it's, you know, and then you just get creative from there, there on. You're exactly. Living, it's like uh, naked and afraid, but you're not naked or afraid. Just afraid. Oh. Oh, okay. Never mind. Just You'll afraid. Be, you will be afraid. It's yeah. just afraid. Um, I can't wait for it. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting. So, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for you. Um, Alrighty. Well, thanks again um, for listening, everybody. This has been Cinema Club. Uh, I'm Erica. I'm Jared. And we are signing off for the next week. And we love to talk to you soon. Thanks again. Bye.